You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello there and happy Wednesday. Today is Wednesday, May 4th, and earlier this afternoon, several Philadelphia Eagles players spoke with the Philly media for the very first time since the 2022 NFL Draft has come to an end, and they are each at the podium with a presser that's locked, loaded, and ready for you. I am your host, Rachel Prevett, and this podcast is brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Before the break, you'll hear from Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, and Jason Kelsey. Jalen Hurts, of course, was asked to describe how excited he was to get A.J. Brown in Philly and what makes A.J. Brown a top receiver. He was also asked how he's been able to develop his game during his time spent working out in California this offseason. Devontae Smith touched on what he thinks he can learn from A.J. Brown and shared his initial reaction to the trade, and he was also asked what his main focus is this offseason. Jason Kelsey explained what made him want to return this year, and he shared his thoughts on the Cam Jurgens selection and what he likes about Jurgens' game. And after the break, you'll hear from Darius Slay and Brandon Graham. Slay broke down what he likes about AJ Brown and his expectations for him. He also shared his experience at the Pro Bowl and his thoughts on the Eagles not drafting a corner. And Brandon Graham explained how he's feeling health-wise after his injury and shared his message to the team and what Jordan Davis' addition does for the defensive line. Take a listen. How excited were you to get A.J. Brown in here? And what can a receiver with that size kind of do for you and help your team? Well, I think he's, he's always been an excellent player um, since I've known him in college. I always had the ability to make plays with the ball in his hand, um, use his body, um, box out defenders, break tackles. Um, so he's a great addition to, to a great receiver room we have now, um, and I'm excited. You spent some time, you heard you spent some time out there in Southern California working on some things. How was that time out there, one, two? How do you think, what did you work on at three? How far do you think you developed out of that? Yeah, I think um, from a trainer, training approach, you know, in my, my young career, I've always, I've been trying to find out what's my way of doing things in the off season. You know, I've had opportunities to go back to Houston. I've, I've been in Dallas, I've been in Florida, um, had the opportunity to go out to Cali. So just the holistic approach of taking the next step as a quarterback, whether that be functioning the offense, running the offense, taking true command of the offense, um, on the field, in the weight room, what am I eating? Um, how much film am I watching, creating a, a schedule for myself, um, and just practicing great discipline um, in what I do. So I think holistically, I think it's all been helpful. Um, doesn't matter where I do that at or where state or who I'm working with. Um, I think it's all been beneficial for me this offseason. What were some of the changes you made to uh, your offseason program? I think just having a different type of a plan, um, had a very unique plan in my days. Um, and, and I tried to challenge myself to do things that I'd never done, whether it be reading something or watching this in the defense or in this, watching certain things in tape, um, working on flexibility, eating the right things, just different things, you know, because when you play the quarterback position, it's, it's not all about, you know, physical ability. It's about mental ability, being able to manage different things, different situations. Um, manage a team and lead a team. So there's so much that goes into it. And I just tried to challenge myself to do that this offseason. Every time we've spoken to Nick and Howard and Jeffrey Lord, they, they kind of doubled down on their commitment to you. How do you interpret that? And, and in kind of big picture, how do you do that? Um, I mean, I mean, that's, it, that's what they say. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's understood, you know. 
my opportunity. Um, it's my team. It's, it's pretty much what it is, you know. It's my team, so I'm, I'm ready to go. And the work has been put in to go out there and achieve what we want to achieve. And I think this being a time for us to come together and spend time together and do all those things, we're still building. You know, we're not going out there and playing the game tomorrow. Um, so there's always work to be put in. And any day that there isn't work put in, that's a day missed. That's an opportunity missed. So that's just been the mentality of us. Um, and everybody knows that. And that's every individual on this team. He thinks maybe you put a bug in somebody's ear to trade one. Do you feel like you had any influence in that decision? Potentially. Yeah, we know I that. I want to ask if I can follow up. It's just about Grant Calcaterra. He talked about your relationship that you guys had at uh, Oklahoma. Uh, what do you remember about Grant Yeah, our time at Oklahoma was kind of cut short um, due to his, um, you know, issues and overcoming concussions. But I'm so happy that he's he's made a return to the game. And now we have an opportunity to finish what we started at OU. Um, I know, excuse me, I know when I talked to him, um, he was very excited. He was very excited, ready to come to work, um, ready to to build off what we started in, in Oklahoma my last year there, my senior year. So I'm excited to get to work with him. Uh, we know that uh, Tom House and Adam uh, Dato are, are in Southern Cal. Was that the group that you were working with? And what was it like to I work with? I work with a number of different people out there. I work with, um, Work with another number of people out there. So, did you did you do did they did they help you do anything with like tweaking any of your throwing style, your delivery, or anything? Because frequently that happens, you know, like little tweaks. No, none, nothing. When it when it came to your off season plan, Jalen, was how much of it was just you wanting to try some different things? How much was it advice from the Eagles, whether it's Nick or Shane or or Brian Johnson? I think it was me just trying to find my way and how to do it. You know, I think we all have to understand that I'm still, you know, that this is all kind of still new in a sense in terms of me finding my way of how I do something. And the more time and experience you have in something, the better off you can make your way. Um, and I know coming out of my coming out of my rookie year, um, I did something totally different. And then the next year, I was just trying to find ways to do things. I'm down in Texas, and now it's just me venturing out, trying to just completely take it to another level. So that's why the work is being put in, um, and that's why we're here right now. We appreciate this time we have now because this is the first true time we've had as a team to spend uh, seven weeks together in the off-season program. It's the first time I've ever experienced that, so I find it very valuable um, being here with everybody, being with the coaches, uh, being with the players, you know, not having to bring them to Houston or Atlanta, wherever I am. Now we can work here and we can all get on the same page now. So come come training camp, you know, we're, we're, we're rolling. Jalen, you mentioned changing your routine. You read some different things. What, what did you read? Um, you know, I got into a, a book and I met David Goggins. I met David Goggins alone. Like maybe in, I met him in Alabama. He came and spoke to the team. Um, so I, I ended up reading this book. Um, I read some devotionals just to try and stay um, true, to, true and walk by the Spirit. I'm going to keep God in the center of everything that I do. So um, just, just, just trying to better myself as a man. You know, take the football stuff out of it. Um, you know, people, people, look at this, people look at this football stuff and it's like, you know, this is what we do. It's not who we are. And I want to be remembered as a, you know, as a man of God, a man that made a difference um, and a man that was unapologetic in being himself, you know, and I, I want to feed that to the people around me. I want people to, you know, just continue to strive to be them best, best, their best self every day because um, that's what I do um, when I look in the mirror. Since the uh, surgery um, and really since we found out about the injury, I know you wore the boot to the how much uh, was that affecting you? And then uh, how long was the recovery? And how do you feel now? I'm good now. That's all that matters. Jalen, I know you stay fairly insulated, but there have been a lot of questions publicly about your standing long term in the organization. Does some of it seep in? I mean, do you hear some of it? And, and how do you uh, deal with it? Yeah, that's, that's, that's stuff that y'all talk about. <laughs> you know, everything's good over here. Jalen, you discussed the AJ, the first question, but in, in your mind, what makes him a top receiver? 
yeah, I mean, I think, like I said, he he has all the ability to do everything you want him to as a receiver. Um, and that's exciting to have. And I think it'll be a great addition to what we have here now. What made you more successful the second time recruiting him than the first time? I never said I recruited him <laughs> the second time. Um, you know, but people use the word recruiting. What is, you know, what is that? And for me, I mean, I, I, didn't, have, I didn't have to recruit AJ. That was just something y'all to talk about, really. Um, and it worked. But I had to recruit AJ. It's under, it was understood. Take two more questions. Nick, uh, when asked about the passing offense, it's focused on uh, you guys being ranked 25th and how he really wants that to improve. Obviously, getting AJ is one of those ways to address it. How else do you feel like the passing game uh, can improve? And what do you think the limit is? In terms well, I think, of I think everything improves when you, when you do it more. Um, and you're more efficient. I think, I think that'll settle itself um, and definitely just be efficient. And I think a word for me has been consistency. Um, that's my whole entire approach coming into year three for me, being consistent. Um, and I look back on last year, knowing that there were there were games where um, played at a very high level, and then there were games where it wasn't the same. And I think consistency in this league is everything. And ultimately, the work is being put in now, but that's what we're chasing, and that's what I'm chasing. And I think consistency can make make it become elite. Andy, uh, last time we spoke to you, you mentioned specifically how, how being in the same scheme two years in a row is something you haven't had and something that can be beneficial for you. I know you're not out there practicing, but have you started to see the benefits, whether it's in conversations with the coaches and, and film, whatever it may be? I think, um, I think experience builds confidence. It builds trust. It builds uh, a number of different things um, within a team and within an individual. And, and that's all, those are all things that you can build off of. Um, so I think I think that that feeling is <laughs> I've never felt that before. I've never, you know, the last time I've had the same play caller was my dad back in high school. You know what I mean? So it's all exciting. It's all exciting. I think it's an exciting time. I think it's an exciting time to be an Eagles fan um, and to be an Eagle, you know, and I think like I, like I began the, the, the pressure, you know, the only direction is to climb and the only direction is to rise up. Um, and I think that's the expectation for us, plain and simple. Um, and we just want to go out there and get better and prepare for when those times come. You know, y'all can come in here and ask me about the Tampa Bay game or the first round of the playoffs or whatever. It's like, okay, when we go into the year, we're not gonna we're we're not gonna be in the first round of the playoffs. We won't get that opportunity right then and there in September. That's something that is earned. And we're gonna leave out any rat poison and all the other stuff and just worry about being where our feet are and keeping the main thing the main thing and attacking every day. Attacking every day. Just continue to put chips on chips on chips, climb the mountain, climb the mountain, climb the mountain. So when the opportunity comes and when the time comes, we got to go out there and play ball, we're ready. Um, so we're, we're building that confidence now. We're building that trust now. We're building everything now. So we can do what we need to do um, come game time. Oh, man, I mean, I'm excited. I mean, just to learn from a guy like him. Um, somebody, I mean, anytime you play football, you watch all the different receivers, just seeing what everybody has in their toolbox. So just um, him being here, just being able to learn from him. Um, I mean, him just being a guy that's been in the league a couple of years now, I mean, just the experiences he had, the things that he do, um, some of the routines he have, just things like that, that can help me elevate my game. What do you think it helps uh, amongst the chemistry, uh, you know, the receiver room, the quarterback that, you know, Jalen and him are, are pretty tight? Um, like I said, everybody watches everybody. So everybody just being able to be around him, see what he what he do, what he's good at, and um, just things that you can take out of his game and put into yours. We always talk about like how high receivers fit together in terms of like their, their play styles. Is is it your experience that that matters uh, in terms of like he's a little bit more physical than you? It gives the offense a different dynamic. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it gives the offense a different dynamic. But I mean, at the end of the day. As a receiver, you you have to use your hands and things like that. With him being a bigger guy, he's going to be more physical. So 
you take things like that from him of how he uses his hands. Cause I have still at the end of the day, I'm a smaller guy, but I still have to use my hands when I release. So you take things like that from a guy like him, somebody that you know is going to use that and what they do. Bonte, what's been your main focus this offseason? Um, really just coming off last season, um, just seeing what what I did, what I can do better. Um, some of the things that I feel like I can improve it. So I'm um, just attacking those things, small details, and then overall just still still have to take care of your body and things like that. Um, long off season, I haven't had an off season I don't know how long. So just having that time to just dedicate it to my body, the small things that I need. What else can you do better? Um, I mean, just really just catching through traffic, things like that. Um, still learning, digging deeper into the offense. Um, some of the small things were, well, blocking and things like that, the route discipline and things like that, things that we go over in meetings, just small things like that to just elevate your game a little bit. We've often heard about before that the, that the first full off season for NFL players is, is the most significant one in the NFL. No classes, you don't have the pre-draft process. Um, you just mentioned there's a lot of time there. You know, how, how have you used that time aside from training? Is there other things that you've done to kind of make yourself a better player going into year two? Um, I mean, during that time, I mean, it's been so long since I just had a break, so I kind of didn't know what to do but football. So um, just really just still watching film and things like that. Like I say, watching other receivers, things like that, it's, it was just – it was kind of hard just getting away from football because it's been so long since I had a chance to just do something like that. How did you hear about that trade for, for AJ and where were you when it went down? Um, I mean, I was watching the draft, just inside, just watching. That's how you heard it was – Yeah. I know that during uh, some practices, you'll like come up with an idea of something you want to improve on that day. Do you segment the off season like that? Like these days, I want to work on this. And, and... Um, yeah, like some days you, you're going to just lift and that's it. And then some days you're going to just hit the field. So it's just like you come up with a schedule, how, what you're most comfortable with, what works for you with your, your hours in the day. And I mean, that's what you do. The SEC is viewed as the best uh, conference in college football. Uh, What's it do for a team, you know, when you add yourself and Landon Dickerson and then most recently Jordan Davis and uh, N'Kobe Dean in regards to, you know, culture and bringing in that type of talent? Um, well, I mean, it helps a lot. I mean, just going out there, you, you've played in the big games. So um, you don't really feel like the moment is too big for you. You want guys to have experience and playing in stages like that. So um, I think that helps a lot, just bringing in guys that's been there, that knows what it takes, that knows what you have to do to get there. Hey, I'm I'm excited that that they're here. I mean, those those two guys. I mean, watching them playing against Bama last year, it was just like, man, I want those guys on my team. Did you um, work out with Jalen Hurts at all this all season? Are there any plans in the works, maybe for after this session, to do something, go somewhere, work out together with the receivers? Um, I mean, we we, we discussed it, but I mean, that's something that just like it just comes up. He he said, let's make it happen. We make it happen. Did you know A.J. Brown at all uh, before the trade? And, and how much did it surprise you when you were watching the draft and saw that on your TV screen? Um, I, didn't, I didn't know him that much. I just knew him and Jalen were good friends. I mean, we've we seen each other probably out somewhere um, where they was training or something. And, and, you know, you speak and things like that. But, I mean, just, just hearing that trade, I mean, it was big. A.J. said you reached out to him after the trade. What did you guys kind of talk about? Uh, it wasn't really really a talk. It was just like I just sent him the eyes emoji, and he was just like, "Let's get to it." It's our first time talking in this space. How are you on the basket? Who's the best hooper on the team? I'm the best hooper on the team by far. Who's second best? Uh, second best. I don't know. There's a lot of guys that can hoop. Can't nothing beat me. That's all that matters. We're we're gonna need an answer on that. Um. I'm going to keep it in the room. I'm going to say G. Ward. We saw you last year, obviously, work with Sly a bunch and exchange tips. When you look back to your rookie season, how much did that help you? Um, it helped me a lot. Um, Just when I'm studying guys, I mean, obviously, Slay's a corner, so he watches other corners, just asking him how he thinks they play and things like that and things that, that he thinks works good against them. So, I mean, it helped me a lot. It made things a lot easier for me. How's this offense going to be different this year, specifically in the passing game? Um... I mean, just, you know, have to adjust. I mean, last year we did some things. We did things that we liked. We did things that we didn't like. So 
I mean, just adjusting to what we're comfortable with, what the coach is comfortable with, everybody coming together and just, you know, everybody just picking each other's brains, giving their ideas of what they like. Have you um, have you digested or gone back and looked at that last game and what had happened there uh, in terms of how they were how they were covering you? Um, it seemed like you were open a fair amount. What was your impression of, of that game? I mean, I don't like the way the last game ended. I mean, what I was opening that we we missed out on a lot of opportunities. So it just comes down to to us just executing. That's the main thing, just executing. So we want to um, come out this year and just you know execute everything that that we have planned. Devontae, you mentioned you like to look at other receivers. Anybody specific that you see around the league that um, you, you liked about their particular games that you want to bring to yours? Um, the guys I watch the most is probably Devontae Adams and Keenan Allen. I mean, just because um, release aspect, they're probably the best two in the league. And I mean, those are the guys that I like to watch because I look at myself as a receiver that's, that's very good at the line. Jason, what do you think of the uh, Cam Jurgen selection? Are you and are you looking forward to kind of helping him his rookie year? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think there's a video out there. I'm pretty excited about the kid. I liked him a lot. Uh, I like his tools. I like his mentality. Um, probably overstated a little bit my involvement in that selection. So I'd like to probably step that back a little bit. I mean, you know, I think I've looked at a few guys the past couple years uh, when they've asked my opinion, but. You know, he's here, obviously, because Jeff Stalin and Harry Roseman, Nick Sirianni, all these people really watch that tape and believe in him. Um, and I think, uh, you know, he although he does have a lot of similar traits to me, uh, he's going to be his own player. And I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, being uh, helping out in any way I can with any of these young guys in particular, Cam. Along those lines, Jason, when you, when you put on the, the scouting hat, <laughs> um, how do you balance, like, you know, you are such a, a unique player. Um, so, like, looking for guys who are like you could be a problem because that's, it's not like your athleticism is the only reason you're as good as you are. So, so what else about him sort of jumped out to you? Well, I mean, athleticism is a big part of, you know, my game. And I think um, when you watch Cam run, uh, he, you know, you, you kind of watch offensive linemen run. You can tell which guys used to be athletes, which guys – have primarily been offensive linemen their whole careers and, you know, what they look like when they're out in the open space, moving, how their hips move, how they're, uh, you know, how explosive they are. Um, but, you know, I, I try not to look for people in terms of like, what, uh, what do I do? I kind of just look at it in terms of what they do and what I like about their game. And, you know, Cam's got a number of things as well as a number of the guys in this roster. But, you know, Cam not only is athletic, he plays hard, he's physical, he's tough. He's all the times you see him, you know, miss a block. A lot of it is just over aggression or not uh, tempoing it properly and you know, very correctable things. So I think you're you're looking at all that stuff whenever you're looking at any young guy or any, I mean, my own tape, you know, I think you're trying to find out, uh, you know, which one of these mistakes are correctable. Is he strong enough? Is he? Is he is he fast enough? Is are there things that make him unique? All those things. Sorry, I don't know who. No, sorry. You mentioned looking at deers that that have in the front office here. Yeah. To do that mm -hmm. without giving. An... What's your track like? <laughs> did you accurately? No, say, oh, well, that guy's going to be good. No, I and and I think a big part of them asking my opinion is really just them saying, "Hey, we're going to." draft your replacement here are you okay with this i think that's a let's all be honest here um but i think um you know i love looking at young guys i love looking at guys on our team and trying you know the, the whole um mentality of self-improvement and you know reaching your potential is is something that i certainly love being a part of um i've loved my own journey of that and i've i'd love to help other guys reach their potential so um you know i enjoy watching you know, which guys have, uh, what their skill sets are, what, what separates them. Um, and, you know, obviously uh, draw a lot of that from Stout and from the different guys in our room and kind of what we all kind of, you know, collectively, uh, you know, think are important attributes for different positions. Spring asked me this, so I, I don't know if the answer is different, but what made you want to come back this year? 
Oh, I'm well, you know, last year was a lot of fun towards the end of the year. I mean, obviously the bowl game or the playoff game didn't end up well. Um, but uh you know, I think that, you know, for us, you know, we show we saw a lot of improvement. We saw the team get better throughout the year. Um, I had a lot of fun with Nick as the head coach and how everything went. So it was uh you know, it was when I stepped back and thought about it, you know, first of all you're thinking, you know, physically, do you can you do it again and where do you feel and um and then like once I kinda felt like I was okay on that end, it was pretty much a no brainer. I felt like it was a I still wanted to do another one, so do now is lifting and meetings, et cetera, but uh, probably the first time you've seen Jalen Hurts since the end of the season. Sure. Um, what have you seen out of him uh, four months later? Anything, anything different? No, nothing different yet. I mean, we haven't thrown any with any of the guys or worked as a team really on the field football-wise. So um, I know he was working with some people this year, and he's been putting in a lot of work. So eventually we'll see what that looks like. But, uh, you know, Jalen's been a pretty consistent guy since he's been here. He's a hard worker, um, you know, very much has had the right mentality. We've talked about that since he was a rookie, and um, you still see a guy that's that's hungry and uh, itching to go out there and win some football games. Scouting your eventual placement, are there mixed uh, feelings that go with that? No, uh, I, I think, um, you know, I've been in, in some ways – you know, trying to mentor my replacement for eight years now. You know, I think, you know, you always want to try and uh, help young guys and, and help, uh, you know, the team be better moving forward. And, um, you know, I, I'm smart enough to realize that my time is limited and I'd like to be a part of something that's, uh, you know, the only way you can live on in this game is through the players and uh, relationships that you forged as a player. You know, your your game is going to be what it is when it's all said and done. And that's going to be, for me, a good track record. But um, the way you make a lasting impact as a player, as a person, is, you know, how you how you influence other people and 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 hopefully help others uh, realize their dreams. So you know, I think that's a big part of uh, being a veteran player, a big part of uh, – it's something you realize more and more as you get older, you know, what, what's going to happen when you're done and you're leaving and, you know, what, you know, what are you leaving behind you? And you don't want to just leave behind a bunch of statistics and cool highlight blocks. Well, At least you, I don't. If you rewind that back, Jason, who are the, the people whose legacy you feel like you are carrying forward? Man, um, a lot of guys. I mean, if I just go back to, you know, the, the guys in my room, when I was young, you know, obviously Jamal Jackson was the incumbent center. Um, Todd Harriman's was a guy that I learned a lot from as a player and a person. Evan Mathis was a little bit older guy. Jason Peters I ended up playing with for a decade and certainly rubbed off on me. And um, and I think that um, there's been – everybody kind of has their moments and, uh, you know, different guys get more involved at different times when you need them to be. Uh, you know, Jeff Statlin's obviously had a big impact on me. Um, you know, I've, I've picked up from a lot of different guys, and I think that's one of the reasons this organization has been pretty good. You know, obviously we've had our ups and downs, but over the last decade we've been, you know, pretty damn solid, and we got a really good building and a, and a culture that, you know, wants to see guys get better. You don't really see an animosity with young guys. You you see guys trying to, to help guys out and do it the right way. Playing, uh, as long as you keep playing, stay healthy. Yeah. Sure. Speaking to someone who's center. <laughs> I play guard. I play guard. Two snaps of guard. Okay. Gave up a sack to Jason Pierre-Paul. Not a great guard. How hard would that transition be in the short term? Well, you know, first of all, I think every player when you're young is asked to do multiple positions until you're a starter. You know, you're going to be asked to be, you only get to dress, you know, seven guys, eight guys, if you're lucky on game day. And, uh, you know, guys are going to have to play multiple positions if you're in that sixth, seventh man spot. So, um, you know, although he, although probably he, uh, you know, what was the word I'm looking for? Although he probably will, uh, you know, stature wise and, you know, 
uh, as a player, he probably fits the center mold more. I'm sure that he'll play a little bit of guard and, um, and he'll be able to do a great job of that. I'm fully confident. With Stout and before that Howard, um, when you're evaluating players, do you like uh, take what they taught you in terms of watching that? And well, yeah, could you yeah. foresee a career in that realm post-playing? Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I've, I've thought about obviously what I'm going to do when I'm done, but um trying to stay focused on still doing this. Uh, but it's, 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 it's fun to, you know, you know, there's one thing I've spent my whole life doing. It's, uh, you know, football. And uh, so I've built up a lot of experience and, um, you know, expertise in this game and uh, in particular offensive line play. And a lot of that has been molded by Jeff Stoutland and the different offensive line coaches I've had throughout my career. Um, so, I, you know, I think that, you know, whenever I watch something with Stout or a young guy or something like that, I think a lot of it is, you know, he's kind of teaching me a little bit. And, um, you know, a lot of it we look at through the same lens because we've been doing things for so long and we think about the game very similarly. Um, I don't know. I, I think uh, I could definitely see myself enjoying doing that. But, you know, who knows uh, what's done and what, what's next. When you go through the process of trying to help younger players, how do you decide when to step in in conjunction with the coaches? Like, how do you decide when to speak up and when not to? Well, I mean, you try to, you know, whenever you feel like there's an opportunity to help a guy out, you just kind of talk or step in. I mean, it might not be, you know, that specific moment. You might let it calm down if the coach is making a coaching point or if, it's in the middle of a drill and it's not the right moment to say something, but you know, there's, there'll be a time to, you know, get with the guy and try and, uh, you know, help him out. Um, you know, you're always trying to help and, and it's not just young guys, it's veteran players too. I think when you're, when you're watching something, when you see something that doesn't look right or see something that you think is wrong, you know, going to the guy to try to get it corrected, you know, before, you know, it hits the field or before it, it's the next drive or whatever. Um, so, yeah, you just, I don't know, you just do it whenever you feel it's the right opportunity to do it. Yeah. What happened with Nate? Yeah, unfortunately, obviously, Nate's been a big part of our offensive line, a big part of our team. Uh, throughout Through the injuries for the last couple of years, he's been a really important piece, and he's played really, really well. So when I say unfortunate, you know, it's unfortunate for us because of, you know, what he's meant to our room and how awesome of a player in person he is. Uh, but I'm excited for him to, to get a really good opportunity. You know, he's he's been – he's gotten some opportunities because of injuries and stuff like that. Hopefully those stop happening for us. But, um, you know, he's proven that he can play and, and be one of the better players in this league. So as a young player, I hope he gets a great opportunity to continue to showcase that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh yeah, oh man, that thing was lit too. Hey, I kind of miss my track days. That kind of looked way more fun than playing in the game, honestly. That <laughs> <laughs> looked fun, huh? The four by one was crazy. You should seen that. You see all the fat? Oh my Jesus, that was amazing. Yeah. Did you know him before at all, or did you just meet him when he came to the Eagles, Devin? Oh, I didn't know him before. You know, uh, but. Uh, we got to the Eagles and he told us about it. You know, I'm a real big of support my teammates. So, uh, of course, I was going to show up, you know. And it's right here at home. Yeah, I was ready for that. And, uh, man, he's fast, too. He didn't hurt us. He's a crazy set. Okay, what's up? In the secondary, you guys have lost two starters and you haven't had anyone. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the group and, and, and who are players that are under the radar that we should know about? Uh, for sure, Marcus Elps. You know, he got a lot of reps. Been playing in a lot. Uh uh, he filled the role in real good, man. He's always been ready, always been waiting for his time to come, you know, and um, 
you know, this is his time, you know, and I, I know the work he put in. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what he do. Competition, you. Uh, it's always competition. She was competition with me too, also, you know, so it ain't just competition on the left side. I got to make sure I stay on my, uh, my cues too. So, man, you know, everybody out here competing for a position. So, uh, you know, I'm just trying to do my best job is helping everybody prepare and um, trying to make sure everybody ready to go. Here, it looked like Zach McPherson was the uh, the next guy in uh -huh. to games. What did you learn about him last year, and, and how ready do you think he'd be if that's his job? Oh, he's ready. You know, um, like I said, uh, we got a lot of trust in our room, a lot of belief. You know, we got a good coach uh, that kind of uh, very detailed man, and um, I make it simple for him, man. I just try to just tell him, man, just do your job at the highest, the best of your ability. Nobody asking you to do extra or extra more, anything, man. Just try to do your job the best way you can. How much do you pay attention? draft and stuff and, and you know how did you get the news about AJ Brown and what did you think? Oh, I was cool. I was like, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? I, I knew uh just knowing off the offseason, just seeing how it is, hearing the talks, you know, everybody kept saying we need a bigger receiver, you know, physical one and uh, you know, we found a, a perfect match. You know, he he's a great guy, man. Great I ain't never played against him, but I've been watching his film, man. He's a aggressive finish through catches, run through tackles. Like, you know, he's like a running back when he get the ball in his hand, make all the consistent catches. And people call to look at him like he big and slow, but on film, I never seen him get ran down yet. So uh, that's exciting. So, uh, you know, I'm spending big plays from him. Were you surprised at how much you, uh, you know, value and appreciate the Pro Bowl? Can you share what your Pro Bowl experience was in, in retrospect? In Vegas? Yeah. It's Vegas. It's amazing. You know, I just go for the, honestly, I know it's a reward thing, man, um, to go down there and celebrate. But I honestly go down there to have a great time with my family, uh, my kids, seeing experience, having my kids around professional athletes that they look up to besides myself. And, you know, man, my son was kind of ready to see a uh, jet, you know. You know, he was trying to gritty to him all the way to him. She shook his hand. So, uh that's what for me is. This is all I know the game is very important and all that kind of stuff, but I really do it for my kids, man. Have excitement, uh, reach some of their heroes, and, and enjoy their time. And um, you know, it's, I know I work hard for my what I earn, so uh, I work hard for them too. So they deserve to come out there and have fun too. Were you surprised that the Eagles didn't draft a corner? Uh, I mean, they, I ain't I ain't in upstairs, you know, so I can only handle what I can control. Uh, you know, if they did, I didn't. Uh, my job is to just help, you know, build a secondary. Uh, if they did bring a guy in and help him learn, if he's younger, if he's older, learn from him, learn from me, whatever we need to do to help win. I'm about a winner, you know, so uh, I don't do the draft and all that kind of stuff, you know, so I don't watch players doing a year like they do. So <laughs> I just, uh, whoever they bring in, man, I just help them try to be the best player they could be. I know you enjoyed sharing tips with Devontae last year. Are you looking forward to that process with AJ too? And do you think you have some for him? Yeah, yeah, man. I got, a, you know, I got a lot of questions for him, man. I never, besides Calvin, besides uh, playing with Calvin, I never had a, a, another bigger receiver. You know, big with a lot of physicality and all that kind of stuff. So I just want to see, well, pick his brain about what he feel like and when he see a guy that's, you know, he feel bigger than, muscular than, or whatever, and um, how he attacking, um, you know, and I take it on from there. What's been the best part of the last five months for you? Say again? What's been the best part of the last five months for you? The best part of my last five months? Man. Shoot, man. Um, you know, being with my kids, going to a lot of my kids' basketball games. He got to play AU, both of them, my boys. Um, I'm enjoying my family time, really, honestly. Um, got like, you know, like I said, I got kids, beautiful kids at home that need their dad. So I just be supporting the best way I can. You know, I'm a real big daddy's girl. So I'm only got one little girl. So it's my spoiler. I spoil her all day. Uh, my boys, you know, just supporting them in their sports, you know, you know, and coaching up. Something I want to do when, I, when I'm done with ball. The additions on defense, particularly at the linebacker spot. Oh, man. Ooh, we got the little uh, – hey, I got a high hope for the Dean, man. Uh, I like his film. I've uh, been watching him, you know, just because I'm from the state of Georgia. He played at Georgia. Uh, man, he's a guy that kind of fly around around the ball, man. He's going to learn a lot from TJ and them guys, man, because them guys are true veterans. They work hard. They know the game. They're smart. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing how he uh, turn out. Hey, Slay, uh, Nick has mentioned, uh, and Howie as well, Tay Gallen and Kerry Vincent a couple of times. You've been around a lot of young cornerbacks. What stands out about those guys to you? Uh, they all of them athletic, man. They all athletic. They understanding, and um, that's the important thing about this game as a cornerback. You gotta no, you gotta willing to listen. And what people don't understand is the hardest thing as another man is ask another man how to do something. And you know, uh, and that one of them guys don't mind doing. They don't mind asking me what I need to do to get better. And you know, and that's kind of you know that's true that they just in the mood of trying to learn, try to be the best they person they can. Because I told them, man, I'm an open book. I help you do whatever it is to, uh, to get you where you need to go. Because, like I said, I ain't going to play for long. So uh, I need somebody to fill my shoes. How long do you play? 
Huh? How long are you going to play? Man, shoot, until them checks stop rolling. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> when they say slavery ain't trying to pick it no more, I'm like, all right, well, I ain't done. I'm trying to plan too. <laughs> Speaking of checks, um, you know, on social media, you've been active. You know, Devonta Adams signed his contract. What are, what are your, what's your reaction to uh, the receiver market? And do you think cornerbacks, um, you know, might be able to play catch up? In, in a yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, that's you know, we do guard some of the best players in the world. So, uh, you know, I feel as in shoot, they get thirty million. A lot of other guys should get it. You know, so uh, like, cause we gotta guard them. You know, and a lot of guys do it with no help. Some guys do it team effortly. So. Uh, yeah, man, they go shoot a rock. You know, Xavier uh, Howard did it the right way. You know, got him 25 of them a year. So it's going the right direction. So uh, the, the young guys that's coming up, man, they go get a good blessing and they keep doing the right thing. So how are you health-wise? Where are you? And, yeah. Shoot, I'm, uh, I'm doing everything right now. Like, um, I'm with the team. I mean, feel like it hasn't been no drop-off or anything. Just now it's just getting in shape shape. Now that most of the guys are back in here getting conditioning and everything, is there a message that you and the other leaders on the team are trying to do in regards to this upcoming season? Do you have one set up yet? Or? Uh, just showing them that, man, just, just let's work. Let's work together. Let's uh, let's come together for, for one cause, and that's winning the championship. And, you know, whatever personal goals you have, you can still get that. But you, but you know we all got to have the same mindset and trying to make you better, just like I got to be better. And, you know, if we win it, we all win it. That's pretty much the message. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I just show the guys, you know, because uh, a lot of guys always coming to me, asking me, you know, man, what got you here? And I'm like, man, working hard, working smart, uh, talking to other guys that was older than me, getting a regimen of things, just trying to teach them as we go, uh, especially the, the new guys coming in and, I mean, I, I can always tell just by how serious you are by when it get hard. You know, are, are you folding or are you are you gonna keep pushing? And man, for for right now, I, I love it. You know, even with the draft, I love the guys that we got. Now let's see what kind of work ethic they got. How was your reaction when the when the Davis pick happened, and what does his addition kind of do to the defensive line? You know, positions you guys could all play. It gives us great depth. You know, together. And so, man, I'm excited for a uh, big boy because. He's going to be taking two or three people with him, <laughs> hopefully, and uh, take a lot off us. And, um, yeah, I just I just believe that he added more depth for us. Uh, and, man, it's going to be a lot of fun uh, bringing them guys once we get everybody up to speed. Do you feel like you're still the starter? Huh? Well, uh, you know, I just call everybody, well, that's a big boy for real. That's another Jordan Mulata on the on our defensive side. And so uh, I just can't wait to see him, man. I can't wait to um, – just kind of pick his brain and see what he what he knows. I mean, from Georgia, watching him, you see it. Just like, okay, this boy explosive. This boy can run, and it's just all about making sure that he can do that at a high level. Do you feel like you're you're still the starter, or you think your role will change because of all the bodies? You know what, man? I'm 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 with whatever. I'm like for this being my last year as far as on my deal. I'm just like, man. I'm just like love the depth that we got. I'm gonna just show that I can still play. And I can help this team win, uh, but I mean, I'm 34, and I got a lot. I, I still got a lot to prove because I didn't play last year. But I know uh, my role can change, and I'm I'm cool with that. I heard you say on the radio this morning you can play a game tomorrow. Is that your confidence, or is that oh no, that's how I, that's how I feel. Like I feel like the Achilles never happened because of how I'm running and I'm doing everything that I'm normally doing. And now I'm, I even feel in shape. It's just more so when you start doing football stuff, then I really know. But right now doing all the um, low weight training and running and stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, and I'm cutting and doing stuff. There's no restrictions right now. Ooh, that boy going to be sideline to sideline. It's just all about him coming in and, Knowing the plays, knowing exactly where Coach, Coach Gannon want him to be, and just playing at a high level, man. Um, I definitely know that uh, he's gonna come here, gonna be able to help this team. And um, with, with Kaiser and um, you got TJ, who I feel like gonna be a hidden gem because I feel like he's gotten better every year. And um, I'm just excited for the guys that we're not talking about because I know uh, for them they should have their chip on the shoulder, especially when you see the draft and you see how how, how the picks went. And it's just really all about uh, your your mindset, your attitude. And so I hope he come in with a great attitude because what I see on, on tape and what I see him do to Michigan, I mean, I'm just hoping that uh, it's it's a duplicate of what he's going to do here. As far as Hassan Reddick, what do you see his role being in, in the defense? Getting after that quarterback. I can see um, 
you know, it's all about getting them sacks, man, affecting the quarterback. And um, he's a great player, and I can't wait to, you know, work with him too. Because, we, I mean, we've been training together and doing all that stuff now, but when you get in the, the heat of the moment, I can't wait to see, um, you know, just how everybody make plays, man. I'm just happy for guys living their dream and living out, especially for him going out to Arizona, how how everything kind of came back full circle. Now he back in Philly. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 cool uh, to see that story, and I hope that, um, you know, we can get him a ring and I can get number two. When the in terms season of things ended, we, not many expected Derek Barnett to return. What was your reaction to the re-signing of him, and how has he been, you know, through this working out? Process? Well, me and DB talked, and – you know, he didn't want to leave here with a bad taste um, with the fans. I mean, he didn't want the fans to think that he he couldn't play at a high level um, consistently. And so I, I think for him, he had unfinished business. And I, like I told him, I want to help you get to where you want to go because I know how it feels to be on the other side of it. And I know how it feels now to be on the other side of it when, uh, when you actually – um, you know, start make, making good plays. And, I mean, obviously we won the Super Bowl and stuff like that, and things changed for me. But it was hard in the beginning, and a lot of people wanted me out. And I'm just happy DB got another chance to come back and uh, prove what he can do. What was going through your mind? What was your reaction when, when he got released and then resigned? Um, I know it's a business. At the end of the day, I thought it was more so money, money stuff. But I was nervous at first. I ain't going to lie. Like, you know, I, met, I mean, me and Fletch been together for a long time, man. I mean, if anything, I love that we all got another year together and I'm just going to keep cherishing the moments that we continue to keep on uh, adding another year. So hopefully we go out there, ball out, and we can all do it again, run it back, you know, after we do what we're supposed to do this year. In terms of base personnel, how does Davis specifically affect that? Because we saw last year some edge rushers playing in roles that typically they hadn't played before as that four-eye tech spot. How, how does Davis all of a sudden – affect everything else with him at the nose? Well, you know what? He's a first-rounder, so we got to play him. You know what I'm saying? I know how political it could be. But if you come in with the right attitude and just know that he just add depth to the rotation, I mean, it's a long season. I mean, people are going to get bruised up, bump, bumps and bruises all, every week. And it's just all about um, us just going out there, not having to drop off when other guys get in. And, you know, first team is – I mean, the second team is still giving as much production as the first team. And I just feel like that all works together. And it's it's just really about how well we work together as a unit. And so I just hope that us as a unit, if it is any issues or anything, we talk about it so that, you know, y'all won't pick apart our team. <laughs> Can you see through the moves that the- – the team has made this offseason more what Janet, Jonathan Gannon wants to do with his defense. Do you oh, think yeah. it'll look different from last year? Oh, and yeah. How? I feel like, um, you know, our run defense uh, is, has gotten a lot better uh, with, with a lot of additions that we made. Then uh, on top of that, we want to get after the quarterback. You got Hassan that came in. Uh, you got, a, you got a, um, you know, in the draft, you see you got the big boy up the middle because 34, 34 defense. Uh, you need somebody in the middle that can take two, maybe three sometimes. And, um, I mean, you just want the best available players in positions that we know we probably was weak as – not as good because – I mean, I went down last year. Injuries always happen. You just want to make sure you had depth so that if something does happen, you got insurance um, and you got guys that can play. And so I think uh, we addressed a lot of that. And you got guys that's on this team right now that a lot of people not talking about, like I said, that that they want they got a chip on their shoulder and want to show that they can play. Because, you know, especially uh, I know people talking, man, we didn't get this guy, that guy, or safety or corner, this and that. But we got I feel like we got the guys in this room that, that can do it. We got Slay back there that's helping the boys, that's that he's that a lot of guys are learning from uh, a Pro Bowl caliber uh player. And um I think that um, you know, that holds well because they see him working and they and they learning from him each and every day, his instincts on what he's thinking when he's making certain plays and, and why he's making certain plays. And I think um those guys gonna step in uh when we get to training camp and y'all y'all gonna be talking about them and and, and there ain't gonna be no drop off. Y'all ain't gonna care who we didn't get because we already got them. You mentioned being 34 and not feeling in, right now any after effects of the Achilles. That's a really severe injury for any player, let alone one who's 33 when he suffered it. Did you give any thought to saying, you know what, I'm, gonna, I'm done. I'm 33. This is a bad injury. I'm, I'm not going to put in the time. I'm not going to try to come back. Nah, nah, that wasn't me. I was more so like, man, I know I love this game because when it got taken away from me, I, all I could think about was that day when I come back 
to be the comeback player of the year. You know what I'm saying? That's where I, that's where I'm at. That's my mindset because um, I want to come in just as hot as I as I as I felt coming in. I want to be the same way going out, and I want to go out on my terms. And hopefully, we get us another ring. Then I got something to think about. Yeah. More. <laughs> the the game after uh, your injury, Jalen Hurts uh, broke down the huddle. He continued to do that a couple instances throughout the season. Uh, How did you see him evolve uh, as a communicator and uh, a leader last season? I seen him grow a whole lot, especially through all the adversity that he was going through. Of he didn't know if he was going to be the guy or this. I mean, there's so much talk even this year on um, man. If they get Jalen help, this would be his only year to. The, to do it because we got a first round next year. I, I just feel like all the the crazy stuff that he went through, he kept a, a level head and and man, I'm 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 proud of him on that because all he did was work. He just kept working and whatever he didn't do last year, I feel like he's gonna do a lot more this year and and man, he's gonna keep getting better. But it, it does feel good going into the off season knowing that you're gonna be the guy for at least one more year. So. I think he's going to maximize everything uh, he needs to, especially with the new additions to AJ and then Devontae, of course. Uh, then the running game. I mean, I feel like our, our running game is, is, is really good because our O-line is good. As long as we stay healthy, I think, um, you know, we, we ain't going to be worried about it after a while. What, what you hear what uh, yeah. It's hard to know. Like, we hear it. We that. hear it, man, because, you know, players got to answer to that too. Uh, just, much, just as much as, you know, he got to block it out. But I think that him – himself man he he go about his day his regimen every day almost the same and of course it, it probably get to him but if anything how i how i look at the um when, when y'all say little certain things that's just motivation for me but i feel like he's mature enough to be able to handle that if uh if that's what's happening uh because he haven't showed me that you know he he's worried about too much anything other than just trying to prove y'all wrong More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. 